matter and form, says the Rambam. Halacha Dalit. All these spheres that, that uh, rotate around the world are round like a ball. The earth is suspended in the center. And some of these stars have their own small spheres, which are in their, uh, which, which, which are, 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 are uh, by them. Those spheres around those particular planets don't rotate around the earth. So the earth is not their center. Uh, you have small spheres that um, do not surround the earth. That, that, that is embedded or established, in, it's fixed in the larger sphere which does surround the earth. So it has its own little rotation around its planet. So that planet is the center of its, its uh, rotation, but the earth is not the center of that rotation. The earth is only the center of the nine primary rotations. But there are smaller rotations, and the center of those are these individual planets. The number of spheres around the earth, there's a total of 18. So um, this includes some of the spheres which are included in the, in the larger planets, apparently. Um, how many spheres do you have which do not rotate around the earth? That's eight. The uh, the uh, progression of these planets and the understanding of how much they rotate every day and every hour, and it's how much they turn northward versus southward, sorry, southward or northward or or northward or southward. And their distance from the earth, from all this, this knowledge, will know the amount of spheres. You look at the heavens, and you well, sorry, one second, and their manner in which they go, and the nature of their rotation. So, um, if you look at this, the, the, the stars and the, and the sky and all the planets, you see them all slowly rotating. If you look carefully, you see that some of them rotate at different different uh, speeds than the other. Not, they're not all on the exact same speed, so to speak, the same conveyor belt. So when you kind of take note of different speeds of different planets, you can see, okay, these are different highways, and each one is unique, and that's how we know the number of spheres there are in total. So, for example, the, the moon moves through the sky at night at a very different speed than the stars do. So that's how we know, of course, that they are in different spheres. This is the science of calculation and um, uh, the, uh, uh, the different uh, times of the year, different seasons, <coughs> and the mazolus and the different constellations of the stars, which is basically astronomy. Many of uh, books about these subjects are written by the wise men of Greece. Why does he have, Why does he have to bring that out out of here? That there's they the these men wrote about it. Yeah, it's a good question. He may be saying, if you want to know more about this, look over there. But I don't know if it's certain. Um, but that's a good question. Yeah. The ninth sphere, which rotates around everything, and the Chum divided it into 18 parts. Excuse me, 12 parts. Right. So you have a panoramic view of the stars as they circle around the Earth in a full rotation, and we divide that into 12 even sections. Every part they gave it a different name. Based on 
the appearing picture that the stars in that particular twelfth, that one twelfth of this circle, appear to make. Shem b'chavon b'tachtov, the stars being uh, uh, divided in twelve parts under the twelve, under the ninth sphere. So you take the stars, use them as benchmarks for the ninth sphere, divide that in twelve parts, and now you have twelve constellations, twelve groups of stars. These are the mazolos, which literally means like the, the sources of influence, and these are the names. Tala, uh, which is a lamb. Shur, the ox. Taim, twins. Sartan, crab. Ayur, the lion. Pasula, virgin. Mezayim, scales. Akra, scorpion. Tashas, the bow. Gedi, a goat. Gali, the bucket. Dagim, and the fish. Pacha, Zion. These are the 12, the 12 star constellations. Just helps us keep track of where in the sky we're trying to to reference. The ninth sphere does not have doesn't have any of these shapes, any stars. It's only because of the collection of the constellation of stars. In the eighth sphere, not the ninth sphere, based on that, we'll be able to understand from these larger stars and constellations. In the eighth sphere, we see the shapes and forms which which uh, which uh, which uh, um, each one resembling its its own uniqueness. Um, now these exact twelve um, star star constellations, when they were originally divided, they were only correspond to those divisions at, at the time of the map before the mountain. which is when they got their names because they were shaped like these different pictures, a bucket or a fish, etc. This nowadays they've already moved somewhat away from that formation. Because all the stars in the eighth sphere, they rotate like the sun and the moon. Except they do it slower. The amount the sun and the moon move in one day, it takes these stars, seven years, to make the same rotation. They move much slower. They do move, and therefore, the picture is no longer identical to a bucket or a fish or a crab, etc. All the stars you can see, the small stars, for which the Earth is larger than those stars. Again, contemporary science may not have, may have a problem with that, but that's what the Ramam says. There are large stars, that is much larger than the Earth many times. The Earth is 40 times larger than the Moon. The Sun is 170 times larger than the Earth. How much is 170 times 40? 6,800. The Moon is 1 68th of the Sun. None of the stars are as large as the sun. Nor are they smaller than Mercury. That's the smallest of all the heavenly bodies. Should we pause? All the stars and spheres. They all have a soul and an awareness. They are alive and they are aware of the Creator. Each one based on its own uniqueness and greatness and its level. They praise and glorify the creator. Like the Malachim, praise Hashem. 
as they're aware of Hashem, they're also aware of themselves. They're aware of the Malachim which are above them. However, the awareness of the spheres and the stars is lower than the angels. But it's greater than the awareness of people, however. Okay, should we pause? I'm sorry? Do you want to pause? Uh, we're almost finished. I think we can go uh, to, to the end. Okay. Oh, just two more paragraphs. Hashem created below the sphere of the moon another sphere. Another another sphere. So Hashem below the sphere of the moon Hashem created a kind of matter um, which is not like other kinds of uh, matter that we're familiar with. He created four possible forms for this matter. Um, which is different than, than the forms that, that, that uh, the spheres are made out of. It's lower than them. But it's, again, it's higher than our kind of form. So it's lower than this form of the spheres, but it's higher than, than the form or the matter that we have in our world. Every single one of the, uh, a little bit of the, the matter of this, of, this, of, this, uh, of this kind of matter is, is embedded, so to speak, in the different types of forms. What are, what are these kinds of forms? Turin the first form. Sarah's H is the form of fire. When you have this spiritual form of fire gets combined with the, this particular matter under the moon, you have the actual physical fire. The two is the second type of energy, second kind of form. Two is the form, the energy of wind. If some of it gets, gets, gets connected, so when some of the form or the energy of wind gets combined with the matter, this kind of matter, it's a non-described matter, now you have the actual physical wind. The Tzuhar is the third form, Tzuhar Shemayim is that of water, Mishab Mitzasei, something that's connected with the matter under the moon, Vniyim Mishnem Gufa'ayim, you have actual physical water, the Tzuhar Aviyas, Tzuhar the fourth one is the image of the earth, Mishab Mitzasei, connect something together, Vniyim Mishnem Gufa'ayim, you have actual earth. So we have this type of potential uh, called Yuli, matter, which has no form. You have these four different kinds of forms. Connecting together, you have actual physical earth, fire, wind, and water. It comes out that under the sky there are four kinds of matters. One above the other. Each one rotates around the other like a sphere. The first one being which is closest to the moon, that's the highest one. Fire. The Matanana below that you have Gufaruah wind. The Matanana lower than that you have Gufamayan water. The Matanana lower than that. Gufar it is earth. Again, there's nothing between them. These four matters aren't alive and don't know or have no knowledge. They're like dead, dead bodies. Each one has a nature. It's not, it's not aware of it. It does not comprehend it. He cannot change. Zerah Shemadav, this is what David said. Hashem in the Oretz. Praise be Hashem from the earth. The sea monsters and all the depths. The fire, the, the um, uh, fire, uh, hail, snow, and sleet. He's referring to the fact that we praise Hashem. So he's, in other words, even though it says, it sounds like Pasuk is saying that these things should actually praise Hashem. And we're now we're saying they have no knowledge or, or awareness or life. How can they praise Hashem? They don't know about Hashem. They have no, no, no consciousness. Here's what it means. So that the people should praise Hashem from His might. 
that we see from these creations of fire and, and hail, etc. which are visible below the sky. They are aware, the young and old, that maybe we should use the awareness of these things to praise Hashem, but not to themselves praise Hashem. Okay, Zion is with the Shabbos.